We looked around and thought of a plan to escape before the cops would arrive. Everything was completely closed. Everything except for the air shafts. There, my dad said as he pointed to one of them. That's our way out. See, I told you it would be all right. We can just climb through those. He ran towards the air shaft and pulled the lattice off. The others ran towards him, even the ones who had bonked heads. They followed him into the air shaft and crawled through the narrow spaces. I was last, and I regret to say that I didn't even want to go. It was scary, and I didn't know where it was leading us, but I didn't seem to have any other options, so I just did as they did. After a few turns, we arrived in the hallway where we entered the building. I was glad when I noticed that the outside door had not been blocked by a similar steel door. There was nothing holding us back from running outside, so we did. We ran outside and looked around us to find the shortest route to the car. In the meantime, the alarm was still making noise. Let's go, my dad said. We have no time to lose. Follow me. We ran through the storm. The noisy thunder was covering the loud sounds of the police cars that had just stopped in front of the museum. Luckily, none of them were near our car, and they all ran in the wrong direction, straight to the front entrance. My dad, who was soaking wet by now, looked to the side and said enthusiastically, See, boys, they went to the wrong door. Ha <laughs> ha! The other men weren't too certain about whether or not to laugh. Was it a real joke, or was he just laughing because he was relieved that he didn't get caught? They showed an awkward smirk on their faces, but kept running. None of those clumsy weirdos slipped this time, but I had the feeling we forgot something. The machine, I suddenly said as I came to a halt. We left the machine. We have to go back. No way, my dad said. If we go back, they'll find us. They're probably near the side entrance already. There is no time. But if we leave it, they'll know that it was us who stole the golden apple, I argued. How? How will they know? It's not like it has a name on it or something. Um, one of the guys said hesitantly. Wait a minute. Does it? My dad asked. Well, technically, our fellow criminal started. It only has your last name on it. I saw it. What? My dad yelled so loud that we saw one of the cops look our way. Despite the heavy rain, he still heard my dad's frustrated exclamation. We all ducked. My dad got up a little to see if he was still watching us. Okay, the coast is clear, he said. Sorry I lost my temper, boys. But why does it have my last name on it? Which of you belugas put my name on that machine? They all looked up for a while. Then one of them said sheepishly, You see, boss, when we gave it to you, we thought it would be nice to have your name engraved on it. You know, like a present. My dad came closer and grabbed him by the collar. You mean to say that you actually went to the store and had my name engraved on it? He said between his teeth, holding back his rage. Well, yeah, a tattoo guy. He said he would fix it for 20 bucks, you know. Idiots! Again, the cop looked our way, but we figured his vision was blurry because of the evaporating rain that was falling on the ground. We ducked again. My dad was furious. Fine, he said after a minute. You go get the machine, son. I am sure you will have a better chance of bringing it back than these four imbeciles. Let's go. I will see you at home. Don't mess this up, please. I won't let you down, Dad, I said, pretending to fully believe in myself.